advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am... I am... Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am Sofa King. Faster. I am Sofa King. No, not so fast. Loses meaning. I am Sofa King. You say funny things. Well, hello there. Hello. People are bored. The live stream's just blowing up. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so people don't have to work. Yep. Yeah. And it's the last two weeks we've been on Mondays. It's Mondays. Yeah. Somebody got a case of the Mondays. Yeah, Mondays are, Mondays are horrible. <laughs> this last week felt like a, a, a week of Mondays, my friend said. And I said, that's an accurate yeah. description. This weekend was a weekend uh, of Mondays, too, for me. Everyone keeps saying the week is dragging on and mine are fucking like flashing by but it, may, it might be my poor memory you know what i mean <laughs> like, don't remember i don't remember the days so i'm like wasn't it, <laughs> it monday today? Yeah. no it's thursday brent holy shit what no, happened to monday every, especially us recording the last two weeks on mondays fucking ruined me yeah. all yeah. week like i oh, could not yeah. get normal again yeah I'm with you i constantly one. measure myself by the recording <laughs> and it's, it's clearly a marker in my life i so you thought it was a day behind that's why it was I don't know. I was fucked yeah. up. And then as soon as Dave says, it's time for topics, boys, and messages that message, I'm yeah. like, my head explodes and the prophecies are true. Like, I just, it, it fucks me up, dude. Technically, mm. I say gents, not boys. Gents. I like to think you say boys. It's hotter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that fucks me up, too. Right. You can tilt your camera down so everyone can see that fabulous shirt. Not quite in the camera there. Uh, there you go. It doesn't tilt down, does it? Yeah, no, it, will. it doesn't. It will. It's no. just. No, it does, well, I promise. I you can tilt that. Oh, it's, the, it's the way you have it facing is why. Look how you have the the oh yeah the mount. You need to spin and it and and it's got like the cord issue here. I got I got um, problems. Yeah, you do. Got oh problems. yeah. What? Well, anyways, Brad has a a new Jimmy D shirt. Oh yeah, it's the Beatles. Oh yeah. If you're oh, listening, yeah. this is useless. But it's too bad for you if you're listening. <laughs> go on my Instagram. It's on there. Well, yeah, you can kind of see it on my Instagram. There you go. We're just going to watch your chest the whole episode now. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm, I'm going to talk like this all episode, too. Oh, yeah. He's going to do the mustard and biscuits all episode. Is, huh? that, what, is that what that is? I spit my gum out and smack no. them. Am I the mustard or am I the biscuits? Uh, biscuit whiskers. I'd say your biscuits. Is it sure. whisker biscuits or wi- biscuit whiskers? I'm bothered that I have an opinion on that, but I definitely think you're biscuits. <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm Whiskers and he's Biscuits. <laughs> yeah, and we had to pick and the mustard. You're mustard. So, so biscuits. we have new characters. Oh, mustard, <laughs> mustard, and mustard, mustard. Biscuits. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why, but Dave's definitely. Well, I get, biscuits. I get rid of cramps. That's for sure. <laughs> I'm not sure why it's mustard and biscuits. Yeah, uh, it's a weird. It, it's Sling Blade. You guys Is are doing oh, a okay. very Sling Blade voice. Oh, okay, mustard yeah. and biscuits. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. This is my phone sex operator voice. Yeah. You want me to stuff it into your wet vagina? Oh, <laughs> If this is your first episode, yeah. Oh, there's a lot more where this came from. This is my horny superhero. Oh, wow. <laughs> was it Babushka Man? 500 episodes. I'm still uncomfortable. I don't know why. I'm, how, unpro- how unprofessional. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. 
I'm old Knock lady it off. man. Oh, lady man. Oh, yeah. My, bursi- my bursitis it? is acting up. Yeah. Oh, I have bursitis in my left hip. It's inflamed. It's, in, oh, wow. it's engorged. <laughs> engorged is kind of hot. That's, it sounds swollen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's bul- like bulbous. Yeah. Yeah, instead of saying like my dick is hard, you say like my dick is engorged. My cock is engorged. Yeah, my yeah. cock yeah, is engorged. Even better, yeah. If it's engorged, oh, that's yeah. one of those like Viagra four hours, go see a doctor situations. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Zip tie, buddy. Just put yeah. a zip tie on the bottom of it. That'd be a mistake. Oh, yeah. This ass is Patty Larson. Is my cock engorged? Does that sound sexy to you? <laughs> wow. Why, why, why did Patty get the honor? I don't know. Cause she's, she's active on social media. <laughs> she is. That's what you get. Yeah. Patty. She's active. social media. Sexually active. active. Yeah. Wow. So, okay. Gaysa. Yeah, there you go. Is my cock engorged right now? So, <laughs> there you go. Share yeah. the love. Can you see it from Germany? I mean, if it's engorged, yeah, you know, yeah, I really, I some. really, in my heart of hearts, I hope someone <laughs> out there in the world saw a link to some shit on John DeLorean, and they love John <laughs> DeLorean, and they're like, "Oh fuck, I'm gonna give that podcast a try," and they tuned in. And I bet uh, you, I bet they didn't give us five minutes and thirty four seconds. I bet you they didn't. Of engorgement, yeah. <laughs> Stainless steel body. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I had my son saying, talking like that, saying Pickle Rick. Is, uh, I said, your name's Pickle Rick. And he's like, yeah, I'm Pickle Rick. And I got spices in my hair. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> there, was a, uh, there was a virtual meetup last night. Sam put on another. Vir- those are fun. You guys I, should go. They're I can play never games. find the link. I'll, I'll remind I you saw, next time. I don't uh, know. It's like, apparently next week we're going to try to play like, I saw a video. like Cards Against Humanity yeah. via Zoom or something. Magic. So it magic. should be fun. Um, but Jenna Corbett showed up and immediately like the anticipation was she's going to yell butt sex. And so like we're waiting for it. And then she's like, hey, here's my daughter or my son or whatever. I don't know. I didn't see it because her camera yeah. was on my screen. But she turns and her kid, I don't know how old yeah. this kid is, just goes, butt sex. And right away I was like, <laughs> wow. Started me on. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, RDJ had a baby sombrero. Pretty awesome, yeah. You don't know if you don't know, you don't know, man. You yeah. gotta be on the virtual no, meetups, bro. Yeah. I didn't get invited. Gaysa was there though. There's no invite. There is an invite. It was, in, it was in the group. It's in the group. Oh, I didn't get an invite. It's in the group. Yeah. Send us a text next time. Yeah, I, it's pretty easy actually. Just click on the Vaughn, link and it's just. If I don't have Vaughn. I'll join in. Even if you do, you can stop in. Yeah. You just know what butt sex means. Yeah, yeah I did last yeah. time for a couple of minutes, but for the time, yeah. you know, that first one I did. Yeah, it's been fun generally. So as usual, we like to thank our patrons. Um, we hit our big milestone this week. We're at five oh nine today. Yeah, we, thank you for keeping it, you keeping so it coming. Much. Yeah, been a bouncing baby. Mm. Um, but we like to thank uh, some of our patrons, and we always try to shout everybody out. And it's a big list, so we're getting through it. But um, so we want to thank um, Margie Dewitt. I've talked to her before. It's yeah. tough, but I've talked to her. Yeah, yeah. Real she's, mouth breather. She's deaf. Yeah. That's the problem. She was the reason yeah. for um some people say death. Like she's death, but she was the death. She was the motivation she, that's how for she the Shia LaBeouf video. Which one? The do it? Mm-hmm. Just do it? Yeah. That's why that's who he was talking about. Oh, do no. it. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. We've oh, been, just do we, it. We've yeah. misunderstood oh, the whole time. Yeah. It wasn't a Nike. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, not do it. It's just her. do it. Yeah. It's been improperly just captioned. It. Just do it. Yeah. Wow. What an honor. 
And then there's um, a person who in the span of two letters went from being a female to being a male because Brent told me that their name was Don Lee and oh, Don wrote Lee. down D A W N and oh. it was a female named Don Lee. And then when wow. he spelled it to me, it was D O N and immediately the boobs fell off and there was some stubble on the face and it was now a man. And then it became, isn't Asian. it? We became that, Asian immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. They were Asian the whole time. Yeah, but they just which presented the problem. I went camping with the guy, saw him in the shower once small, again. As small I hands, did. little dick. Yeah, I couldn't tell. Yeah. He might. It might isn't be it, female. Isn't it weird that Don is spelt like a woman, but Don brings the sun? Um, it's very strange. Yeah? Strange fact or yeah. interesting fact? Yeah. Not interesting, probably, but I'm going to say it. <laughs> uh, my my grandfather's name was Don. Yeah. Um, and his middle name was Crystal. Yeah. Which was weird. Don Seagal. Don Crystal name. Fraser, and then my grandmother was huh. Larona Don. Oh, Frazier. That's weird. Yeah, but spelled D-A-W-N. My, gra- my grandpa's name, his middle name was Laverne. Laverne? That, yeah. yeah, dude, we had this old Oki names, man. I had Lorona. Oh, wow. Elmira. Lenora. I got some that's your middle serious name? Oklahoma that names. Yeah, that's my Brent, shit. Lorona, Elmira, Lenora, fantastic. People were wondering. They yeah. didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. I have a weird middle name, actually. It's Michael, but my mom spelled it like it's Mikel. It's hmm. M-I-K-E-L. And so I handed that down to my Brent son. Mikey, yeah. Yeah. Brent Mikael. Brent Mikael Vandasso. I sound like a yeah. fucking bad guy on so, fucking Can I smell weapon. your feet? Yeah. So you, I can help you with your Ikea furniture, yeah. possibly. So we also, have, we also have Steve Murray. You remember him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Steve Murray. Yeah. You know all about him. Yes. Mm-hmm. Every inch nook and cranny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. And inch. Inch is inch, appropriate. Inch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't say inches. No, 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 it was inch. singular. Every inch yeah. nook and cranny. He's sexually yeah, singular. That's, yes. that's the term. He yes. Is. Nook and crannies. He makes cookies and they're yes. called nook and crannies. Yeah. Because it's just whatever he left in the cabinet. Yeah. And so he calls them nook and crannies. Yeah. And then Ryan Hunley. Um, I don't know that guy. Yeah. Never I've, heard of him. Yeah. He sounds like a real other guy we never sounds heard Sounds like of. Ryan Lashley. Yeah, Why? Ryan Lashley. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just a name. You just have names yeah. in your head. Just, I don't know. Ryan it Hunley, sounds like Ryan Lashley, lead. right? It does. Josh Ryan Lee. Lashley's a fuck face peasant, isn't he? Trying to find the other guy we never heard of. Know. It's up I here somewhere. I don't think he is. Who? I What's literally can't find his name. Oh, uh, it's Josh Williams. I don't know. I think it's Josh Williams. Jake. Jake Williams. Who yeah. the fuck is that? That's know. exactly. I don't know. Second shout out. So Ryan Hunley, shut the fuck up. That's all yeah. I have to say to him. And then for uh, our hot sack of the week, brought to you by El Yucateco Hot Sauce. Uh, King of Flavor since 1968. Hey. <laughs> Almost missed that because I was putting a hand on a dick. Is that what yeah. we're doing now? Like Dave says that and then you do that? Yeah. I much. can't help it. has it. to be the same yeah. every If you time. say I'm selling away, then Dave has to sing the rest of the song. I'm so selling that's, away. Yeah, that's why I never say it. To an open shore. It's, yeah, it's not. <laughs> I'm sailing away. That was close. You made that up and it was almost the actual shore. song. No. Is that no? It's not far no. off though. I don't know what song yeah. that is. It's a South Park thing. But our... Um, I remember... Every, every week we give out a hot sack or a hot box, depending on the contents, um, brought to you by El Yucateco. And this week it goes to uh, uh, Reddit user ulife underscore bites. Um, made a couple of posts, made some cocktails, and then uh, made an order directly from the store and got two six packs. And um, it was actually a post that inspired me to do something that we're now doing on Reddit. So if you if you are a Redditor, and you enjoy the the whole uh, Reddit schema. Um, we do have an official 
uh, Sofa King user account, which is mm-hmm. uh, U slash Sofa King official. And U slash Sofa King official now looks for uh, El Yucateco posts and gives Reddit awards to people who have posted. So we've already given a couple of miscellaneous mm-hmm. awards and we've given a couple of golds out. So if you are a Redditor and that means something to you, then definitely take some pictures of your El Yucateco and you can win some um, coin and swag on hmm. Reddit. So it's kind of it's kind of hard. Like if, you, if you're thinking about it, like a lot of people who post El Yucateco get El Yucateco. But how does one that doesn't have El Yucateco win? Do something creative. Yeah, true. Draw true. a fucking bottle of LU Teco. Paint a picture. Do something. Yeah. Paste, post a funny video. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Do something. Yeah, true. Has, true. Hashtag some LU Teco. Do something clever, and you're good to go. Yeah. And and we know we know who Life Underscore Bites actually is. It's right. Derek Twatson. Yes, right. I call Derek. him a godson. Yeah, Derek Twatson. Twenty seven years ago, yeah. I got some derelict. Derelict Twatson. Yeah. Sorry, I mispronounced it. See, I would even go deeper and say if you don't have El Yucateco and you're craving some and can't find it and don't have any mm-hmm. and whatever, mm-hmm. do it's some like, creative what do do? shit and in your description say, sure wish I could try, you know, black or triple X or Caribbean or whatever your flavor mm-hmm. is. Do something creative. And if you win the hot sack, we already know some shit to send you. Yeah. You can yeah. have a, a sad video that you don't have the hot yeah. sauce yeah. Like yeah. with some that was Sarah there. McLaughlin and, music. And yeah. show your titties. That, I mean, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Dave. That's how Josh Burton got it. Yeah, that, that is how is he true. got it. That is, that's how he gets along. He show, he, he's always at the virtual meetups with no shirt yeah, on and yeah. shit. No hair on either. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all it's right, awkward. all right. Yeah. That's a different guy. He doesn't wear he doesn't Josh, wear deodorant either. Josh and Burton McConaughey. Josh. <laughs> uh, I feel bad for his wife. Yep. She has to have him laying on top of him. <laughs> God damn. All that hairy in the oh, and breathing. More hair on yeah. his chest than his hair on his head. <laughs> It's all bad. Any other pre-show business we need to tend to? I don't think so. I've got the mini hands it. on the mini cock over here. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, you do. My mini hand on Axel's mini cock. Oh, that reminds yeah. me of Podbelly. Oh, it does remind me of Podbelly <laughs> for some reason. I don't know why. Didn't but, remind me of Podbelly. Yeah. If you want to go to podbelly.com, you will not find my little hand on Axel's little cock. No. Uh, <laughs> what would you, you find? find? Great podcast, just like this oh, one. You yeah. can check out some podcasts over there. You can learn how to podcast. There's all kinds of uh, educational information. Um, there's a ton of podcasts on that directory, even outside of the network now. I think there's like 100 podcasts on there. Hmm. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So It's growing. It is. It's growing. Not like, like Axel's my jeans. cock. Like my jeans. Like your jeans. Yeah. Yeah. More like my jeans than yeah. like Axel. That's for sure. Or his shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> Still very small. He was doing CrossFit for a while. I think his CrossFit made him smaller. <laughs> well, I think it made everything else bigger, his, but his shoulders stayed the same. Yeah. Oh, his vagina definitely got bigger. Oh, yeah. yeah it was yeah. it was super puffy. Yeah. But his shoulders. You could fit small. a Coke can in there. It's you could. wild. It's on the back of his head. Like you I, have to part his hair to get to it. I <laughs> 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 just stick my middle fingers in his eyeballs and pull the back of his head. It's because he's a caution cone. Yeah. Caution cone has a hole in the it bottom. Does. Of it does. It does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he had to part his hair. He doesn't have much hair. There's a big hole in the bottom. Yeah. Well, that's true. The hole's bigger in the bottom. And Matt is what they used to say about John DeLorean. Exactly. Yes. Nice segue. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, John DeLorean is our uh, topic today. Obviously, um, the most famous thing he ever did was Back to the Future. He didn't do it. But no. no. That is what you I think was, of immediately. I, yeah, yeah. When, think of when you no, when you were saying that, I thought you were going to say something I didn't like. I, I didn't know about DeLorean. Mm-hmm. All right, 
But then you said that and had nothing to do with DeLorean, really? So I was confused. I, I mean, want, I understand the car. I want but, a DeLorean, even though they're not great cars. Yeah. I just, well, I you can swap one. the motor, but they're aluminum, like the bodywork. It's you stainless get somebody steel. Fucking, oh, it, it's yeah, stainless? stainless steel. Oh, it is stainless. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. If you fucking dent that motherfucker, God damn it. Yeah. He did that because he wanted the car to last forever. It's supposed to be like an internal car. Right. It's supposed to be quality, so it would never rust. Yeah, the, the, the vision he had for the car was amazing, but the delivery... Right. He didn't, I, I just don't think he had the capital to make happen. Oh, no. If it was Tesla. Happen. Right. I thought about right. the, the correlation yeah, between Tesla and yeah. DeLorean and it's there. And a yeah, very bit. similar. People, yeah. I mean, not just, I mean, not just for that, but people like a lot of articles that I read about him compared him to Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg and Jeff Bezos. And they just said that his, his business acumen and his ability to, to work a team to get results that no mm. one else could do. They say that like it was practically unparalleled. Um, and you'll see that as we start to talk about sort of his rise through Detroit and, and what he pulled off while he was still part of mainstream, you know, auto companies. But, um, and I think, uh, I think one of the things too, like you have, what's sad, I think really though, is like people like John DeLorean, if they would have came at a different time, if you he, know what I mean? Like if, if he would be now, like if he was in his prime now, right. like what would he do? You know what I mean? Well, he, like he did something. If he could have just made it like three more years or two more years yeah. until Back to the Future came yeah. out. Oh, yeah. We could be living in a different world, yeah, honestly. Sure. It could have yeah, changed maybe. all kinds yeah. of shit. But a lot of, a lot of articles and even like his, like, like people who work directly with him and so forth said that everyone gives him too much credit. And that everything he did was just a long con and he was conning everyone and he was a fraud. And it was just like one, it was just a matter of time until his empire collapsed. Cause every, they say that everything he did was built upon a previous fraud that was built upon a previous fraud. Yeah, but think about, so, think about, so he would have been a politician. Basically. But think about Bill, think about Bill Gates, think about uh, Steve Jobs, like Steve Jobs Same stole thing. Apple from Xerox and Bill yep. Gates took, uh, took the Windows stuff from that guy who was just like some dude that mm. programmed fucking Windows 3.1 right. and then sold it to RBM. Yeah, yeah. Everybody had someone else's shit. They were just smart enough to make it happen. Yeah. They, they um, took, well, and they took it. Yeah. They took a platform and they said, Oh, you know what we could do? Mm -hmm. This serves business. Let's serve. He was a man of know, vision. Yeah. That's that's the difference. He's yeah. an idea man. He said he had vision like the other greats. That's what Elon that's Musk is. Really, and what's the, most important? Yeah. The pro. I mean, and again, I don't fucking know the guy, so what do I know? But the when I look at his accomplishments, like right there at the end, yeah, a whole bunch of shit unraveled. But when you look at everything that he accomplished in Detroit, that wasn't fraud after fraud. That was fucking right. rock solid business success after rock solid business success. Like he changed. He literally changed the car industry. Um, like he invented muscle cars. Like we would not have the category of muscle cars if it wasn't for John DeLorean. That's what every single car historian that I read basically gives him the credit for it because his companies invented so many muscle cars and nobody wanted to do it. Like I it, think uh, he was he was willing to take risks yeah. is a part of it where the other dudes were like fat cats are like fuck it these people are buying this same old fucking mm -hmm. shit let me give you this ugly ass fucking four door that gets you down the road and right. has good fuel economy right. and he was like fuck that car should be sexy like people should be fucking walking the showroom floor and be amazed by it and want to buy it not because it's economical because they're in love with it and they have passion for it like a little kid buying a toy or something and you know I, what I mean? exactly and I saw him not like those names I listed I saw him much more as a Steve Jobs figure. Because right. he, I mean, Steve Jobs, when he really blew up with Apple, it was because he rebranded Apple to be this cool, unique new thing. 
And his computer wasn't just some sterile bullshit computer. It was blue and it was funny colored and a weird shape. And, you know, like a lot of the stuff that really made Apple stand up was because he knew how to market. He knew how to push his team and he knew how to rebrand some shit that no one was rebranding. And that's exactly what DeLorean did. He rebranded cars when no one was rebranding cars. And he made this new thing come to life and was very uh, and just being non-orthodox like outside the box like i mean who would even think you're like looking at a car like you're not going to think hey what if the doors opened a different way right. that's right. not something that you think of you know what i mean that's not the thing you go with or stainless steel. let's not paint it and let's right. make the doors open up like wings right like those are fucking crazy thoughts and i don't know if those are his original thoughts because he did have a partner that he kind of stole from uh i think it from gm then brought him across the engineer that helped him collins i think because i think when you do a lot of reading it says that lotus the guy from lotus i can't think of his name right um, who actually helped him embezzle money um but they brought that lotus guy in to help streamline the manufacturing process but the true design of the delorean was pretty much him and a guy i think his name was like john collins his his last name collins but i couldn't find it i did see it on i watched that uh documentary really interesting way they put it together called framing john delorean Hmm. and it's alec baldwin and they show behind the scenes they show alec baldwin out of character talking about john delorean um, which I did find interesting because the last woman he married was named Baldwin. And I was like, is there a fucking connection? Yeah, maybe there? Yeah. it might be, um, but then Alec Baldwin plays John DeLorean to be in a documentary and reenactment, but they step outside the whole fourth wall thing and let you see that they're making a documentary about a movie about John DeLorean. It's a very weird thing, but huh, it's, it's, it's well done. Huh. Um, and so you get to see, and man, did they do a good job? They'll show the side by side, the side by side of like him with the FBI with the suitcase full of cocaine, him talking to his business partner, him wearing these sunglasses hmm. and suit going into court. Um, and they did a really good job of it. So if, if you're interested in this after the show, go watch framing John DeLorean. I think that was on Netflix or Hulu. I think it was on I think Hulu. It was on hulu yeah yeah so but i mean the one thing that i will trust is that i if i will trust a lawyer his lawyer um after uh, john delorean died he said in 2005 in an interview quote john delorean had one of the most warped views of right and wrong i had ever come across I think uh, Baldwin talks about that too. He said, I have to portray the hero he thought he was um, because he's like, don't play the part. He's like, I have to play the part he thinks he's playing um, because he thought that like, I'm a hero. I did this. I did that. Right. When there was some shady shit, even after you find out the drug stuff and entrapment and how they they possibly was sort of really lured into that situation, there's embezzlement and other shady deals. And they show his lie detector test on there when he's doing polygraph. They show the actual video in there. And uh, they're like, have you ever done anything dishonest? And he's like, like, are you nervous? And he like, after they ask him a couple of questions, he's like, well, you know, you start thinking back in your past about adultery and, you know, you sold some people some shitty used cars. You're just talking about all this shit he's done. You're like, yeah, yeah, it's probably that's normal Mm -hmm. people, normal life so he was born of course in detroit michigan um to two uh hungarian immigrants and um they worked in and around this really kind of his upbringing his childhood and his like rise to success really kind of shines a spotlight on what detroit used to be you know so his parents are Hungarian immigrants that barely even speak the language and they're able to find work in Detroit and, and, uh, pay the rent. Their child who's born there, um, was super bright. He, um, does really well in school. Apparently his father was really abusive and on more than one occasion, his mom packed up the kids and went and stayed with his, with their sister in LA, um, to get away from him. 
and then came back and then they finally got a divorce and, and she stayed in Detroit. But, um, he, um, uh, did really well in school. He got into a place called the Cass Technical High School, which was a place for the the basically the smartest of all the honor students in Detroit would get to go to this technical school, which was really a feeder program to the colleges in the area to get you to be an engineer, to get you to work at at uh, Ford, at General Motors, at you know Cadillac, at all these different places. Um, if you were bright enough, you would go into the upper echelons of these car companies. Um, because of what you did. So he ends up going to the Lawrence Institute of Technology. Um, and he and that's, really, that's where he invented time travel. He slipped is, and yeah. hit his head on the toilet. Yeah. And there it was. He had a vision yeah. of the flux capacitor. Um, yeah. He was apparently, he excelled at engineering. Um, he was in the honor society, even at the technical university, which was like the brightest of the bright. And he was among the brightest of the brightest of the bright. So he was a really smart guy. Like there, you can't, you can't take that away from him. Um, World War II happened and uh, put a pause on his education, and he ended up uh, going and serving three years in the Army. And then when he got back, he ended up uh, working for some different uh, places just to help the family pay the rent because they were all broke after the war. But then eventually he got back to school, uh, got a master's degree, um, and uh, started doing all sorts of stuff. So one thing you did night classes to get his MBA while he was still fucking working. Yeah. And he's crazy. I, I wondered what capacity he served in the military. Like it didn't say if he was infantry or I mean, I, I imagine with his background in education, he was administrative or technical maybe in yeah, some way. And he also survived say, World War II for three years. Yeah, so he must yeah. have been behind a desk or something. Well, there's a lot of people who survived. Yeah. yeah. But he, if, if, it, if he would have been on the front lines, it probably would have said, you know, right. Yeah. Medal of something. Oh, like yeah. you said, if he yeah. if he was already halfway through a degree in engineering, they're probably not sending you to the front line. Yeah, yeah. He was probably building shit. Yeah, exactly. Um, although in World War II, if you're building shit, there's a good chance you were building shit while getting shot at. <laughs> you know. Like yeah, maybe building a bridge behind enemy lines and shit like that. So yeah. Um, but he ends up. Um, He's he takes a couple of different jobs that later in life, he says he took on purpose to work on weaknesses that he had in himself. One of them was selling life insurance. He said that he wasn't very good at selling or at convincing people to do things. So he got into life insurance just to hone his skills at manipulating people, basically, man. Well, just to take something away from that, like. If, if he did nothing else or if he was a con man, like that trait right there is fucking something that everybody should want to have. Yeah. he. It's funny that he applied his skill set. Like he came, he approached it from his background and made yeah. like some kind of formula mm-hmm. to aim it at selling insurance just to engineers. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he had that background. He probably knew he had some commonality between him. He could like, he could yeah. sort of relate to them. Yeah. And that and, makes sense. And it, yeah. So it's more believable. Like, yeah. Hey man, I'm an engineer. Like you got common ground right away. Yeah. But he sold $850,000. Was it in the first year or something? First 10 months. Yeah. Or Brad, 10 months. Brad, you're saying that the trait to find a weakness in yourself and want to. Yeah, yeah. Because people are afraid. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like people are afraid of like, Oh no, I, I can't do that. I can't speak in front of people. Right. Well, the only way to get over that is to go and speak in front of people. Right. 
You know what I mean? Same thing starting a podcast, you know, like, oh, I don't, what do we, what do we have to say? Well, you fucking started, right. right? You know what I mean? And then, and you figure shit out, you know, like, so you, yeah, for people to have that trait, like that's huge. Like that one thing right there, if people would just do that, like, oh, I'm really afraid of this thing. So I'm going to go get a job yeah, or I'm going to go that. do something. Yeah. Yeah, I like some people have people, a phobia of yeah. old people. Like for, you know. for people afraid to talk to people, like that whole like that's tough, yeah. dude. That's yeah, gotta that be is, rough. Man. Like I've always yeah. been chill and be able to make people laugh and talk to people. Yeah. But like I ran to that guy at the gym. I think I told that story before. He was like, Hey man, like I saw you here yesterday and he was like talking to me. Yeah. And like generated this conversation. At first I was like, Is this guy picking up on me? I don't know what's happening. Is what he gay? What's going on? Yeah. Like what's happening? And it was like finally I realized like, oh, he's super uncomfortable. And then he finally said, he's making himself, I'm, yeah. I'm making myself talk to you right now. He said it, he said, because I'm not comfortable talking to people at all, wow. but yeah. it was su- it was painfully obvious because it was like, man, he was like, yeah, his little like things. But if he to- did that for a year, yeah, he was at the end of a year, he would like, be fine. Fuck, this yeah. guy's brave as fuck. Cause that's probably horrifying. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it turns out he's married with a kid. He wasn't gay at all. He just trying yeah. to learn how to talk to yeah, people. No. But he wasn't gay. He just wanted to fuck. Yeah, all yeah, the red yeah. flags. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. wait, wait a minute. Are you trying yeah. to fuck me at the gym? In the sauna? Yeah, if anybody's talking to me at the gym, like yeah, fuck immediately. Me. Yeah, oh, my butthole tight. Hey, dude, up. I'm not gay. Yeah, should have said that to him. That'd have been funny. Sorry, man. <laughs> Sorry, bro. I'm married. <laughs> he's scared to talk to anyone ever yeah. again. Yeah. Sorry, bro. I'm married. Yeah. I'm married. That was I got his a wife. first try. Shut him down. He ends up getting into some weird like engineering school that's part of Chrysler. Um, and he ends up getting some experience in, in that end of things. But again, he's so impressive that he gets hired, not by Chrysler, but by, um, Packard, um, which again was a huge car company in the fifties. Um, it was pretty much Ford and Packard were probably the two biggest, um, I wonder if that's, uh, like any relation to Hewitt Packard, like if that's one of the branches. Yeah. I'll look Uh, it up. Um, cars, you looking it up? Yeah. So, so General Motors, which became like the juggernaut of cars at the time, wasn't really all that impressive. Um, Packard was bigger. Studebaker was bigger. Ford was always like the dominant uh, uh, presence there. But um, he worked for Packard and in like practically no time he went in and he made these changes to the automatic transition, which he improved the torque converter and dual drive ranges. Of course, you know, yeah, of course. Um, But it it impressed people. They called it the Twin Ultramatic. That sounds like a very appropriate name. Yeah, yeah, especially yeah. Yeah. That's that's everything. Everything matic. Oh, look, the whiskey matic. Yeah, that's a glass. That's a glass. Um. So, but Packard starts to take a shit because they they were known for not relying as much on shit out as many cars as you can in factory mode like ford they were more about handcrafted precision individual kind of like every car is a is a work of art not every car is a product churning through the the factory line Um, so packard was just couldn't keep up they ended up merging with studebaker and then they ended up moving to i can't remember indiana or something indiana um and they wanted him to go with them and he didn't want to leave. So Pontiac hired him um, and he ended up um, in no time coming up with just patent after patent of all sorts of new tech for cars, um, pushing his team, coming up with shit on his own because he was so smart. And then he became a division chief engineer for Pontiac. Um, 
And, and that's where he does the, the GTO. That's where he starts putting yeah. the performance engines in cars. Like he's, they show a, a reenactment, but I mean, um, some of the other guys that were actually involved in the, in the, the discussions about that car, um, pretty much say that, that was an accurate description of it when they did it. And he was just like, can we put a bigger engine in there? I thought it'd be sexier, you know? And they're like, let's just do it. He's like, yeah, but can we sell that? He's like, you let me worry about that. Yeah. Um, and they just fucking shove big ass engines in there. One of the, and one of the things that I read said that the other executives that outranked him flat out told him, you can't do that. Like no one's going to buy it. It's a waste of engineering. It's a waste of time. Don't do it. Um, and he finally talks him into making like he's 4,000 or 5,000 of them. What he did, his, his workaround was he, there was the 1964 Tempest and he made the GTO a $300 optional package. Like so upgrade. You're yeah. already making the car. You're not having to do shit else. We just designed a better right. engine, et cetera. If someone wants to upgrade, um, it goes up by 300 bucks. If someone wants to upgrade again, it can become a convertible for another 300 bucks, um, which he didn't tell him he was doing it. He just did it and which could have easily gotten him fired if it tanked, but it was a fucking runaway success. And that was like the birth of the, of the GTO. Yeah. The, the Gran Turismo. So they make uh they, they only made 5,000 or something and they ended up selling 35,000. Yeah. So the demand was fucking insane for it. Right. So, um, but again, it was a big gamble that he took because if it didn't work out, that would have been his ass. He was the idiot who didn't listen to the bosses who told him exactly what to do. Um, and again, General Motors, like when the people at, at GM tell you something, General Motors is like over multiple companies. Like, so this is just him at Pontiac. General Motors owns Pontiac. So it's not just like Pontiac is telling you no. It's the people that own Pontiac are telling you no. And he's still taking chances and, and doing shit. So, yeah, and they were, they were talking in that documentary too. I think, uh, I think a psychologist or someone was saying the, the risk taker mentality that you continually take these risks, but you keep getting rewarded. Mm -hmm. And the problem with that is like, you become invincible in your mind where you're like, you're just right. Yeah, like, it's not can, a risk anymore. You, can you know, see, and then like, finally it just escalates. Even just doing the, the research on them. There's a point coming up where you just feel like, Oh, you're in it now. Like your fucking yeah. head is huge. Like it's Tony Stark. Your, like, yeah, exactly. Your ego is just getting bigger and bigger and you're just on this fucking ride. But so that ends up, he gets like pretty much complete credit for the success. It was his concept. It was his design. It was his marketing that made it successful. So they basically make him in charge of Pontiac. And right. so he's the youngest division head at GM. Um, and he starts to kind of, it already starts to get to his head because he, he sort of stops looking like an executive in Detroit in the 1960s, right? You expect him to look very mad men, Don Draper, you know, slick suit, whatever, but he like loses the tie and starts wearing an unbuttoned shirt and grows some mutton chops and lets his hair get a little bit long. He's more Hefner than, than Don Draper. Yeah, yeah for sure. So, um, but, uh, he gets the job done. So everybody's willing to overlook the fact that he's not like a typical corporate, uh, guy, so in 1969, and I'm not, I wasn't sure about this because this seemed really crazy. The 1969 Grand Prix was another big car that he released that had a massive engine in it. And one of the articles I read said that it had a six foot hood. Damn. What was it? You could bang on that hood. 1969 Grand Prix. Oh yeah. A six foot <laughs> hood. That's like half my fucking yeah. car. It's like the Batmobile. Yeah. yeah. 
That's probably crazy to drive that shit. And you know, down the inside fucking... was super roomy, and you could have put six bodies in the trunk. You know, it's like the side, yeah, seventies man, RV. like like right, like into sixties, into the seventies, huge yeah. fucking cards, man, huge cars. Um, but yeah, so he gets a lot of uh, appeal for for uh, or he gets a lot of of credit for the marketing because he's t- totally thinking outside the box. He's trying to make the cars look sexy. He's trying to appeal to younger crowds. He's trying to appeal to speedsters, which isn't really a thing in America, right? I mean, it's just like post World War II suburbia. Yeah, you have your family, whatever. Damn. But he, he realizes the difference, right? That shit does look like the Batmobile. Brad just showed yeah. me a fucking picture it's of it. Grand Prix. I need to find one. Hold on. Yeah, it's yeah. it has a huge head. Well, now CJ Laser drives a Grand Prix. I actually traded him that. My grandma left that to me. Yeah, um, that motherfucker gets it, but it. It looks like a grandma's car. I hated that thing. So I traded him for his broken Subaru and put a new engine in it. But he loves that fucking thing. Damn. But, it, but it's it ugly. Is. Oh, that's like a newer. It's James like a, had 99, 99, but it oh, fucking yeah. gets it, dude. It's a fucking, yeah. like, it's a V8. Like, you press fast, that yeah. fucking gas and that thing goes, dude. Dude, that thing is huge. It's not even a huge car because it's like the back end isn't all huge. It's like normal. Yeah, it's normal. Fuck. Yeah, it's got a big ass motor in it, though. <laughs> no shit. What else are you putting six fucking? Four? It's got a big block 428. Fuck yeah. Yeah. That's a big ass motor. Dang. That's someone someone said they couldn't even tell Dave was gone. Does that make him racist? Because there's a beaver on the camera tonight. Oh. Me and Brad did address. We said it. the same thing. It was the way you can tell is the beaver's yeah. actually darker than Dave. Right. Yeah, a little bit. It, right. It's yeah. blacker. Than there's him. no red. Yeah. Or there's no orange. Yeah. Like there's no orange on it. Um. So he ends up um getting hired at Chevy. They move him over um to which was basically Chevy was their number one car line. And they move him over to Chevy um, because Chevy had had some shitty years. They had some kind of massive recall with their Corvette that cost them a ton of money. And they had um, motor mounts, like engine mounts. So it was fucking, you had to bring back tons of fucking cars and pull the engine out Uh. to change the fucking motor mounts. Like, Like a huge deal. And they had millions of cars. They had delays on releasing the Nova, which was too bad. Um, and uh, they were struggling and they couldn't figure out a way to become profitable. And he got in there and worked his magic and he ended up looking like they had all these complete, like crazy overhaul redesigns for different lines of cars. And he just, he was just like, Nope, just change this and change this. That's too ambitious. It's going to delay everything more. It's going to take too long. We need new cars out right now. He streamlined everything that they were working on. Um, and uh he ended up having record sales the very next year, you know, from a company that's totally in a slump to record sales in less than a year. Again, he's the fucking rock star um, of. Did, uh, did you see his salary okay. for that position? Yeah, he was making $200,000, which was the equivalent of about 1.4 million. But the bonuses, uh, yeah, where it was bonuses at. were $400,000, which was about $3 million. An additional, like, that's fucking mad money. Yeah. That's crazy yeah. money. So yeah. he um, starts to let it get to his head. And I don't see how you couldn't, in a way. He, uh, he does, like, a, a series of magazine ads for Cuddy Sark Whiskey. Um, and the caption is one out of every hundred new businesses succeeds. Here's to those who take on the odds. And it was a picture of, of John DeLorean drinking whiskey. 
I think that was after he like left though, right? And starts DeLorean Motor Company. I think that's when he did that. Oh, that's when he did that? Okay. Yeah, because it references him being someone who was a risk taker and starting a new company. And okay. basically saying only one in 100 make it like you're a risk taker. So that's why they did that. Yeah. Well, that was a little premature then. Yeah. Um, but- premature faculation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he um, ended up like investing in the San Diego chargers and the New York Yankees. And he starts to constantly fly to uh, LA. He becomes friends with the studio head of MGM studios. He starts hanging out with fucking Sammy Davis jr. And Johnny Carson. He starts dating, uh, uh, you know, low end like TV and movie stars, but he starts dating like starlets who are half his age. And it's not even going to your head. It's not like you're thinking I am the shit. You are the shit. Yeah. You're dating movie stars and hanging out with Johnny Carson. Yeah. Like that's fucking, that's it. You are the guy you are making $5 million yeah. a year. Right. You yeah. are inventing the fucking next car. You are yeah. going in and saving the company that was in fucking financial dire straits. And your changes are the things that saved it because you were smarter than other people right. and did it right. So of course it's in his fucking head. He can't do any wrong. Right. And that's where I think his, he, he fails yeah, later that is because he has that mindset. Yeah. Him. So he becomes vice president of car and truck productions for all of General Motors in 1972. And the next step to that is president of General Motors, which is like, that's it. Like that, that makes you pretty much second only to the president of Ford as far as power in the car industry in 1972. But But just there, just the division of Chevy that he was running outsold all the whole of Ford. Oh, so like. Yeah, just the division he was running that year when he increased that profit made more than the entirety of the entire Ford line. Fuck. Just, just his division that year, yeah. So they should have made him president because... Exactly. I bet that president was like, you motherfucker. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> so, but he... And apparently it was like fucking Game of Thrones. It was just nothing but division heads trying to shoot the other one down. Everybody backstabbing each other. Just fucking corporate you know, greed and evil at its worst with these guys not wanting anyone else to get ahead. Right. right. They were all Jack Donahue from 30 rock um, trying to, to get ahead of the other guy and squash him um, if they needed to. And apparently he wasn't like that. Is that Alec Baldwin's character? Yeah, actually. That's yeah. There you go. Um, but a lot of people were like, that's, that wasn't what motivated him. He wasn't doing it so I can get a promotion he was doing it to make better cars, to to be the best that he could be at what he was doing. So apparently he wasn't necessarily trying to squash the other guy. He was just trying to do the job, you know. Um, and part of this came out because so 700 of the top national executives of General Motors gathered at a place called the Green Bi- Greenbrier Hotel in West Virginia at a management conference. And he was supposed to give a speech on how um, the he was supposed to give a speech and the topic he chose was how the poor quality of their cars was hurting the bottom line of General Motors. And if they made better cars, they'd make more money. That was the, the topic he was supposed to give. And it was super critical. It was critical of like everyone at his level, below his level, above his level. He was like talking shit about specific divisions and specific division heads. 
Um, and I guess- because the the big wigs are just doing what they've been doing for fucking years, and you had to watch out. Like there's Japanese import cars right. and fucking Volkswagen Beetles all over the fucking place. All of a sudden, those motherfuckers just keep on going, right. you know. Right. And if you can't just make something big and pretty, and it fucking breaks down, right. and the, right. the engine mounts are defective. Right. And I mean, you know, but they those- they've been getting away with it though. They're making so much money. Right. Why change? And by seventy two those other companies weren't to most people considered a perceived threat to big Detroit auto. Right. But I'm sure the people in the auto industry were like, fuck Toyota's growing like those motherfuckers, you know, I'm sure they were, they were watching it happen. Um, But so his staff said, you can't give that speech, dude. It's like, you're going to get fired. Everyone's going to hate your guts. You you're calling individual people out, et cetera. So he toned it down. And he gave him more water. Well, they down. toned it down. They uh, they <laughs> censored it for him. Oh, okay. And then he secretly leaked the speech that he was going to give um, to okay. some I read that press. it had been yeah. leaked and no one knows how it got leaked. I didn't know. I didn't see anything that said that he. I mean, in the documentary, they allude to like a lunch with like one of the the big, big wigs. It's like, you know, you can't give that speech. And then here's the censored version. He's like, well, uh, what if it leaked? You know, what if it leaked and it got out there? And, and so then it's pretty much, you know, known that he leaked the speech and then gave the other speech. So this, the stuff that I saw was basically that was kind of the last straw for GM and they let him go or he left or he was fired. They probably, they probably gave him the option like resign or we're going to fire you. It was probably some, he sat down with the president of GM and the president was like, you lost that speech. Fucked you. Let's just, just leave, you know? Yeah. Um, well, he'd been wanting to, I think he proposed similar, uh, like concepts of the DeLorean to them and no one wanted to do it. And so he had that shit in his hip pocket. He wanted to do it. He also pitched it to Porsche at one, at one point. Right. Um, that would have been badass yeah. if Porsche made it. Yeah, if you think about like Porsche the Porsche motor, like it kind of looks Porsche sort of. That's yeah. just more angular. Well, it that looks like a two-seater yeah. with that back weird fucking yeah, the, the grills the, across the back like window. The 70s small yeah. Porsche, like the the, the, the final design was the design that he pitched to Porsche. Like they shot right. down, and that was what he ended up wanting to go with. But so he retired, and their retirement gift was a Cadillac franchise in Florida, which is weird. Hmm. weird i don't know if that's like a good thing or if that's a fuck you here's a cadillac franchise in florida move <laughs> yeah fuck out probably i don't know at that time the fucking 80s and shit in florida for the, making all that money like that's fucking party city you know what year was it, was it? 73 uh well still 1973 yeah. miami fucking i'm sure there was fucking cocaine fucking everywhere cocaine everywhere but it was also it's a cadillac franchise and that's where all the fucking new york retirees are going with all their money and right. to buy cadillacs and so i'm sure that franchise i mean it's not you know you're not making seven million dollars a year off of that franchise but it doesn't hurt you know um so in 73, he leaves to, and his goal is to start the DeLorean Motor Company, um, which no one's doing. Like, I mean, just like. Yeah, nobody's starting their own. No, company. just like Elon Musk coming out with, the, with, with Tesla, everybody's like, you can't start a new car company. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know, well, I mean, Saturn, Saturn was the last one to try. They sort of did it, but then Saturn finally disappeared. I mean, even the companies that existed well, were Saturn was GM. having tons you of have, trouble. He got bought by up. GM, though. Yeah. yeah, it was Saturn with Saturn in the beginning. Yeah, it was and Saturn. Have you ever been Saturn, there? Saturn, I've never been there. Never been there. Um, it's hard. Yeah, but I mean, you have you have Kia that came out. You know what I mean? You that's have... Um, country, though. That, that's like the, the main <laughs> Korean brand. Yeah, but they're here now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're, they're yeah. purchased. They're, they're owned now. But I mean, still, though, like 
you have newer car companies come up, but yeah, not in America, I no, guess. Like not nobody, nobody's starting. Like I promise yeah. you, I promise you Saturn was funded by crazy hedge fund managers and right. like uh, they probably had so much starting capital. It wasn't even funny. And DeLorean was just like, like, I don't know. It reminded, it was, it reminded me of something Richard Branson would do. It's like, fuck it. I'm going to start a car company. Like, do you know, exactly. Yeah. Just like, I don't know all the details of how I'm going to get the money, but I'm going to fucking do it. And in fact, well, I mean, 10 years. Yeah, Elon Musk is, is a better parallel, really. I mean, because he did start a fucking company. You know what I mean? It just uh, I, I, and, and in, be careful to distance the genius of Elon Musk, though, from DeLorean. I mean, DeLorean, amazing ideas and innovations and whatnot, but not Elon Musk. He's not going to launch shit into space given enough time. Well, they, I mean, you never know. I mean, like I said, you don't know what, what a person Yeah, but I think do, Musk's intelligence technology. is actually included in, in his uh, day-to-day inventions. You know what I mean? Like, I think, uh, like we said, DeLorean orchestrates a lot of it. I mean, he was, yeah. you know, technical. Yeah. He had a master's degree. He went through electrical. But ideas and getting people around right. you. I mean, that's yeah. what Musk does. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's smart. He comes up with stuff, but it's like... He's not the one doing it. Sometimes I think idea, he man. is. I think that motherfucker uh, pulls a Sharpie out or a fucking dry eraser right. on a window and shows those motherfuckers. He's like, look, it would just be simpler. Do this. Maybe. And then fucking walks out and they're like, fuck. All right. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I think yeah. the other, the, the huge advantage that Musk had was he wasn't, I'm not just like building a car because that's already being done. Like I'm building right. an awesome electric car. Right. Like it was a new thing. It was a new niche in the marketplace that no one was exploiting that was going to get exploited in the next 10 years. And he was smart enough to be the one who exploited it. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. Lorian was like, I'm just building another car. And well, he did have the, uh, the thought behind it that it was going to yeah, be the did. eternal, he, he, eternal car. It wanted to be, it was about quality control and the fact like stainless steel would never go away. But I mean, executing that is just difficult. There's so many, well, fucking and the fact and is, I mean, business, variables. businesses that sell one product and it never fails, go out of business. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Like you, you can't. <clears throat> Well, even if you had like, there's just so much bureaucracy and shit in your way. Like, even if you had someone that was the most ambitious, kind-hearted person that got plopped into the presidency, they're not going to get the shit done they want to get done. No, I mean, it's the same never thing will. with like never trying will. to start that car. Well, thing and, and I want to do these things, but laws and regulations and money. Well, and that that and you know your vision changes, and then there's other points of view that you would be forced to see. You know what I mean? Unforeseen you know, things. Yeah. yeah, and so, but like something like a like a product though, like. You know, the, the saying they don't make things like they used to mm. isn't a saying for no reason. You right, know what I mean? Like, right. you know, a dishwasher used to last fucking 40 years. Now you're lucky if it lasts five. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or a refrigerator. And you also, know what I mean? If they, if they still make computers the way they used to, they'd be. Yeah. Fucking, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a anything. fucking 1970s refrigerator that still makes ice. Right. Oh, you buy yeah. a fucking brand new one. They don't fucking work yeah. a year later. I finally I, gave my grandma's old freezer away to someone. And they're still fucking using that thing. Yeah. And it was old, dude. Yeah, it was like yeah. early 70s, probably. Still it cost working. them a lot on their fucking bill, but. Probably. You know. It wasn't very efficient. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but in it a way, it, I, almo- like, I almost respect hot water heaters because when you go to buy a hot water heater, its rating is just how long it's going to last. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like straight up. Yeah. Like, so five yeah, years. and you stuff does that. Year, the seven year, it costs more. It's like, fuck off. This is going to last. Like, tell me that with yeah. my fridge. Like when I, because yeah. I, I it's like, I'm not going to spend an extra thousand dollars for a fridge that's going to last just as long as the fucking cheap one. Yeah. You tell me this is a seven year fridge. Yeah. That's worth an extra thousand dollars, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's the same thing. Like I used to, I used to like when, you know, my grandparents lived in a mobile home 
and they had a cooler and every year you had to go up there and fix the cooler and it's all fucking rusted up and you got to put new shit in it. And I was always like, why the fuck don't they make coolers out of aluminum or fucking stainless or something that won't rust and it won't fuck up? Well, if they didn't rust and they didn't fuck up, you wouldn't have to go buy a new cooler. cooler, Yeah. 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 The motor company would sell motors, you know, but the cooler, you know, the base of it, the frame, you'd never have to buy another one. So planned obsolescence. I mean, it's not. Yes, exactly. And that's how cars are. As soon as the warranty's out, fucking shit starts going wrong with it. But again, that's not, that wasn't what he wanted to do. He wanted to create what he called an ethical car. He wanted it to be. He wanted to be the best of everything, the best um, aesthetics. He wanted it to be the, the most impressive looking car. He wanted it to have the least environmental impact, whether it was the factory that made it or the emissions that it, that it creates. He wanted it to be the best value for the customer. He wanted it to be the safest and he wanted it to be the fastest. Right. Hmm. So quite a. Most of that didn't happen. Well, it doesn't work. I mean, right. if you want your car to be the safest, it's not also going to be the fastest. And if you want your car to be the most environmentally friendly, it's not going to be the fastest. And you know what I mean? Like those things, like the design of each of those elements is very difficult to pull off, much less right. also acquiring the other elements. Like that's a really, that's a tough thing to pull off. So, um, but he ends up teaming up with multiple people, people from, um, like you said, uh, what was the car company that you mentioned? Who me? Yeah, Saturn. No, Saturn. That he Saturn. He was working there. with. Oh, Lotus. 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 Worked with Lotus. Yeah. He worked with Renault. Um, he worked a little bit with Porsche, and um, part of the way that this was even possible was because of his jet-setting party ways. Because now he knew people in all these countries from all of his travels and all this stuff. So he takes this 1970s concept from a, a car he did for Porsche and he starts to have to look for funding. So he gets a bank of America loan um, to start things with just based on his own capital. And he gets Johnny Carson, uh, Sammy Davis jr. Um, and other, you know, a lot of people invest in, in what it is that he's doing. Um, and you can, and that comes into play later because he raises like $17 million in capital, um, for this, for his first round. But what really happened was behind the scenes, he was, uh, talking to, um, Great Britain about putting his, uh, manufacturing plant in Ireland yes. that was like in the middle of fucking turmoil, like motherfuckers blowing shit up mm-hmm. all over the fucking place. Like the, the people are like, why would you possibly put your fucking DeLorean factory when it's like Catholic Protestant fucking war there right now? Um, and it's Property because, is cheap. well, no, it's because <laughs> they gave him, uh, like a hundred million dollars to do it because they need jobs right. um and to yeah. try to improve that area oh, and yeah. put some industry in that yeah. area so he agrees to do it but at that point he's got a hundred million dollars from the, the united kingdom and he doesn't need the 17 million so the owner of lotus i can't think of that guy's name the the main guy from lotus johnny lotus. and him johnny lotus they get together and he creates a company called G, gdp i think gpd G, gdp um and he uh it's a it's a shell company and so they right. take that 17 million dollars and funnel it through a bunch of fucking offshore mm. accounts and shit and it makes half of it makes it back to lotus's account and half of it makes it back to delorean's account um and that comes into play later because he uses it 
to uh, be collateral for money in an investment to finance a Coke deal right. hmm. um, that he gets lured into. But he, he was shady still. Nobody lured that's showing, you though. into a Coke deal. They, they right. did, though, because his back's against the wall. You, that motherfucker you needs, wanted like, to buy Coke. No, he's not buying Coke. It's, it's like he wasn't looking for it. It got brought to him mm. by some shady fuck that mm. was trying to cut his prison sentence down um, that knew him. Nobody's, hey, nobody's, we'll, we'll nobody's making me buy Coke. I know. We'll get the, it's, it's locked. Nobody's making me buy Coke. It's like temptation factor uh, like if it wasn't locked if it was uh, locked you wouldn't have stole that shit but it was unlocked and you're looking at it and you're like fuck i'm in a bad spot and he went well for it. on a on a good note i found a um normally you don't want to buy cars from the beaches right you know from the beach areas because mm-hmm. they're going to be rested up but we found it in florida so 81 uh delorean two twenty thousand and nine miles gray interior right. clean clean 26 grand Really? Yeah. That's not that bad at There's all. There's some other ones for like 40 and stuff, but yeah, 26,000. That's like, cheap. Yeah. Clean all there, runs, drives. Nice. Does it have a Mr. Fusion? Has it been converted yet? Uh, no, it has not. Well, so nobody's cut it. You know, nobody's I'm going to get one with some rope lights and shit, some LED rope lights that go blue <laughs> when I drive. <laughs> so he builds, they build this factory in Dunmurray, Ireland. And another thing that even, even late and, you know, even when he's struggling to get things off the ground what happened in dunmurray didn't help his ego and his sense that he can't do anything wrong because before they built is, the plant is uh is dung murray bill murray's shitty brother yeah, that's dung murray yeah <laughs> <laughs> had golf, the whole thing yeah um but dunmurray had 80 percent unemployment and there was no oh, fuck. Yeah, there was no skill base. There was no college. There's no factory. There's no. So it's just unskilled, unemployed, just, you know, nothing. And now they're building a car factory and everyone's got work and everyone's learning a skill. And, Delorean, and enemies are working across from each other, like Catholics and Protestants working together, not fucking killing each other. Because it's a job. It's a job. Yeah. They're, they're showing a proof of concept, like, yeah. hey, you can ha- create a workforce here, and it doesn't matter all the religious difference. Like, yeah. they'll work together. So when DeLorean shows up to to have a meeting or to visit the plant or whatever, everybody's just, like, fucking giving him a cheering. pint and cheering him on, and yeah. they're, like, gathering in the streets because that's the guy. That's the guy yeah. who completely transformed our town. So, you know, once again, ego is stoked um, while he's doing all this. So they make 9,000 cars during uh, in the 21 months uh, that they did it. Um, Somewhere out there, the American Express catalog offered um, a 24 karat gold coated uh, DeLorean. And they sold four of them. Yeah, they were going to make a hundred. Uh, I wonder if those are available. Brad's looking. I'm going to look. They were at the time, they, at the time in 1980, 1980, they sold for $85,000. How much? The gold plating must be so thin because oh, I'm sure like the ounces thin. of gold. Yeah. I wonder how much weight in actual gold it took to plate all that stainless steel. I just wonder what the non-solid gold. I mean, I mean, the gold plating is very thin, like, yeah. but that's still a lot yeah. uh, over the full surface. I, I of mean, the car. everything else, you know, it wasn't just that they plated it in gold. Everything had to be super fucking custom tweaked out. Awesome. You know, the interior, like I'm sure the whole thing was just un- it had bling. Yeah. So, because yeah, eighty five grand's a lot back then, yeah, yeah. it was. So two thousand two thousand seventeen, there was one. Uh, the seller was asking one hundred and fifty thousand. That's it. <clears throat> that was seventeen. So I mean, it's a few years later, but yeah. I mean, you, you could possibly figure under two hundred grand. Yeah, that's kind of. I mean, that's a one of five car. Like that's pretty. 
I mean, that's something somebody some would rapper want, would have know? that shit. For no, sure. I, oh, I for sure. Oh. I'd have I'd have Rambo or Jay part Leno. three. I'd have Rambo part three's gold uh, AK forty seven. <laughs> nice with the gold DeLorean. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, driving around with the fucking doors open, ready to fly. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, but the car is kind of a fucking lemon when it finally starts to come out. The horsepower sucks because they ended up putting smaller engines in it than they wanted. And now it's got to move all this fucking stainless steel paneling, which makes it even small or even slower because the car is so heavy. Um, it doesn't handle that well. I don't know speeds in cars, but it says that it could go. It went from zero to 60 in 10.5 seconds. That's pretty fast. I was gonna say that's not that bad, really. But like a for, fucking crate, like a Tesla oh, no, no, or something. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. No, no. I'm thinking of the quarter mile in ten seconds. No, zero to sixty in ten seconds is horrible. What's the uh, a Tesla's like two point eight seconds? But a Tesla's fucking retarded. A t- yeah. Tesla's like fucking. That's that's ludicrous speed. Yeah, that's that beats that's like motorcycle. crazy. That, that beats no. crazy ass cars though. Yeah, motorcycles are like three seconds. Like it depends. Like I have a guy at my work who has an Audi. And like he spent way too much money on it, but it it fucking goes like zero to sixty and like can you imagine that seconds. Tesla? Like I don't even think I want to ride in one to feel that. Like if that fucking lost control, that's G's. it did. It's pulling it did G's and people hard. died. No. Really? You didn't hear about the guy that fucking had it on auto drive or whatever, and it fucking he reported it had a problem, but apparently he was still using it, and it fucking killed him. Oh shit! <laughs> so a Kia Forte sedan. Uh gets which is garbage 8.8 seconds yeah that's garbage yeah. there's some fast kias actually there's some race that's kias. not fast dj laser was watching no 8.8 seconds no, yeah let me see how fast that's still faster than the delorean um but the dyes from the floor mats would stain people's shoes and pants oh wow they were made so shitty the doors would get stuck um they were so you couldn't you couldn't get out yeah, they yeah. Would bend hinges and you couldn't get them to open again um the it was impossible to keep clean if any of you have had like a true stainless steel appliance in your house it's like you'll fucking regret it immediately because it's nothing but handprints all over it yeah um and then on top of that shortly after it comes out huge 1980 recession um no one really cares about the car it's not selling well. It's kind of a piece of shit. A recession just hit. Like you said, if Back to the Future came out in 1981, it would have fucking completely changed yeah. what happened with DeLorean. Because- he, he probably wouldn't have done a cocaine deal. Like that shit wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. the sales would have just spiked, you know. On- Did you know in Back to the Future it was supposed to be a refrigerator originally? All this refrigerator talk actually is funny. But they they changed their mind and made the DeLorean the, the time machine instead. But it was going to be a refrigerator in the original version. I must what? think there was a different plot. Oh, they were gonna they were gonna get into the refrigerator. Yes, I guess. Eighty miles per hour, Marty. No, it wasn't gonna they be fucking, eighty miles per hour. Did they throw the refrigerator <laughs> down a fucking hill. I don't know. They must have turned the knob to make it colder or something. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck they were oh, gonna that's do. Fucking weird. Well, I guess the better. <sighs> that's crazy. So, um, by February of 1982, um, more than half of the produced DeLoreans were just sitting in warehouses unsold. They were $175 million in debt, and um, this is a, apparently a British thing, but the factory was placed in receivership. Yeah. He tried to ramp up, in, in light of that, he tried to ramp up production because somewhere in the contract, it stated that the more jobs he produced, the more 
um, money he would get from the government. So he did that. But then Margaret Thatcher, I guess, or someone took over and she was like, nope, like it's fucking conservative government came in and they were like, we're not playing the game. The last fucking government was playing. And so then he doesn't get the money. So then he's even worse off because he got 2000 more DeLoreans right. um, because right. he thought he was going to get more money and get some capital, like infuse some cash <laughs> and it didn't, uh, didn't fucking happen. Yeah. That's funny. So this is where we get to cocaine land. So yes, on October 19th, 1982, he's charged by the U S government with trafficking cocaine. Um, not just possession of cocaine, trafficking cocaine. Two hundred. He never really had possession. Is the problem? Pounds of cocaine. That's yeah, that. but it was just a financer. No, the really, whole, all yeah, the whole was, thing is fucking weird. So, the the I'm trying to find the guy's name. A guy named Hoffman. Yeah. Um, James Timothy Hoffman was a neighbor of DeLorean's who was an informant for the FBI. Was always in legal trouble. Had already done drug deals. All this shit. And basically set up a, a cocaine deal. Um, it's also Reagan era, like war why, on drugs. Why are you, yeah, like, and why are you like around the drugs? Like, what's going on here? Right. Who? Him? DeLorean, yeah. It's his neighbor. Hoffman's his neighbor yeah. and overheard him in some conversation that he needed $17 million in a hurry. and fast. Yeah. Or he, like he needed it within the next week or something. So he's not, trying to help his neighbor out. So he's really he's the not trying to help his neighbor. He's an FBI informant and he's looking to get a, a better plea or something on some shit he's in trouble for right uh, now. And he already knows all the guys because he's an informant. So he's like, if I get him, that'd be huge if I get DeLorean. So he knows that dude needs money. So he dangles a fucking carrot and he goes over and makes the whole thing happen. He sets uh, it up. It wasn't DeLorean's idea at all. I mean, yes, yeah, but DeLorean could have said no. Complicit. Yeah, and it's not even a real. Like, no, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't really want to buy drugs. Right. Well, it's not like. Hoffman didn't go get this cocaine and sell it. Hoffman had the FBI produce the cocaine. Yeah. So they, and it wasn't, but it was a sting operation to, for a long time. There is no cocaine though. That's the thing. It's not even that kind of deal. That's why it kind of gets misportrayed. Like he goes to him and says, look, if I have a guy that mm -hmm. can get you 30 grand or $30 million in like two weeks, if you finance 1.8 million, I got a guy yeah. that does these deals. He's like, now it's not your normal business deal. Yada, yada, yeah. yada, kind of alluding to it. And then finally they're like, you got to get him to say cocaine. You got to say cocaine. They're like beating the shit. Yeah. And he's like, so basically these guys sell cocaine. He's like, so all you got to do is give me $1.8 million and I will give you back $30 million. You don't got to touch shit. You got to do shit. We just need $1.8 million to buy the original cocaine and it gets resold. And after our cut and everything, your cut's mm -hmm. $30 million. It's that kind of deal. And he's like, well, yeah, I don't, it's you know. the same deal. Yeah, but if he it wasn't like he it. went to fucking homie and bought it. Like he had you did. I get it. He doesn't have I it. I like how you're defending him. I'm not defending him. I'm saying they, they present it in an innocent <laughs> way where he that's feels not like, innocent. There's, like there's distance oh, from Oh, that's it, so far from innocent. Hey, $1.8 million, you're going to buy some cocaine, and I'm going to give they you a They structure as an investment. And to a well, business man that owes $176 million or his life yeah, dream is about yeah, to crash. Of course it's an whatever. investment. He's so, fucking... So swap out cocaine <laughs> and make it fucking... Make it underage sex slaves. <laughs> like, that's worse. I thought no, you were going business. It's, it's, yeah, I did too. <laughs> like it's, the, it's a crime. Like, you're willing yeah. to sell underage sex slaves and give me the money for it. You're willing Yeah, because really, he didn't buy it. Like, I, it, I don't think... I, I get your analogy. That's not comparable at all, though. That's like... Fuck yeah, that, no, that's, hurting, that's hurting children. You're still hurting sexually, children. Sexually, and that's right. selling drugs to you're some... Why do you think so many black kids don't Miami have dads? Party fucking person. You're still... Like, you're hurting, you're hurting that's kids That's not the same. Still. That's not a good analogy. Yes, it is. No. 
Yes, it is. I, I'm just saying I would have sold the Coke. You know how many That's parents? That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. I would have went there. All right, well, just but I'm not selling underage sex, kids. Well, I can't. You guys are screaming were, underage sex at once me. The, once you get the kids all doped up, it's easy to sell them for sex slaves. <laughs> You're just funding a secondary business now. Nah, I, just, I just, uh, I just, I see where Guns. that temptation fucking, happens. It's a, it's illegal AK-47s to fucking gang members in Florida. There you go. And I would have done it. I would have done it. If it was my life, my lifelong dream, and I stepped up that fucking ladder to the head of Pontiac, to the head of GM, to the head of this, to the head of that, left in the face of everyone saying you're going to fail, did everything right, and all these things went bad, and then all of a sudden you just need a little bit more money and you're going to make it. Like, look at Elon Musk. That happened to him where he sold everything down to the last Mm -hmm. fucking dollar, but luckily no one dangled Coke in front of his head and he didn't do it. Here's the thing, but that kind of stuff has to happen. All I'm saying is, I'm not giving him a fucking pass. He broke the law. He no, I'm not really either. I'm saying yes, he did crap. technically finance a fucking coke deal for not technically. He did, he did, but I would have probably done it too. That's well, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, but I can't blame him. It's still what I'm saying I can't blame him. Yeah, for doing but you're it. saying he didn't really do it. It's not like you think. No, it's exactly like you think. It's not exactly like you think. Yeah, fuck yeah, it is. No, no one. He didn't go give someone money and they handed him a suitcase full of two hundred pounds of coke. He yeah. was gonna give it to dude and then like later just get thirty yeah. million in a fucking suitcase back. Yeah. Which, that's why which, was, that's instead why of instead of him getting the it's suitcase, it's like this. Check it out. Like you down. I know Dave's gonna say that's still stealing. Yes, it is. But if you downloaded movies off the internet mm-hmm. versus you went and fucking Best Buy and shoved them in your pants and walked out, it's, it's the same that thing. difference. I get it. Morally, it's the same thing. But he didn't go and Best Buy and shoplift and put shit in his pants he just innocently like handed well, someone money not innocently in the realm i get what you're saying i get what you're saying in the but. realm of drug trafficking no one i mean that's why it's called drug trafficking that's why you get arrested for conspiracy yeah because no one does it no one shows up with 1.8 million dollars gives it to them gets the cocaine and then drives and starts selling it someone shows yeah. up to some dude and leaves them 1.8 million dollars and leaves some other dude shows up at some other place and some other time to meet some totally different dude and is given $1.8 million worth of cocaine. And they drop it off to some other dude who splits it up, gives it to dealers, yeah. sells it on the street. Like they're all just as guilty. As <laughs> I get you, but the difference yeah. is all those dudes are probably in the drug industry and killing motherfuckers. Well, apparently like, he is now. This, yeah, he is. yeah, exactly. I, 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 mean, I, mean, I mean, if you put it this way, he's just a dude disguised as another dude yes. playing a dude i just i'm just having a hard time buying the entrapment thing like y- come on like you still fucking he didn't i think, go, I think he dave didn't hit go the head for it i think dave hit the head on the nail when you know you bring to the table like well you're your not really nail, that's you're not hurt. really buying the girls that you're selling you're just giving me money and we're going to do it. And then right. we're going to give you money later. Right. No, if you have, it's going to happen anyway with, with your knowledge you. of what's happening. It's different. No so drugs is more innocent than the drugs are not more innocent. They sex. kill people. They ruin families. Why, they ruin lives. I switched it to AK 47s. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, look what it did to your mom. True. She's no, a think, coke whore. I think uh, AK 47s killed more people than cocaine. I don't uh, know. But maybe the uh, the side result of the dealing Dave, of the cocaine, didn't they we got do killed LA, with ak 47 Didn't we do an LA crack episode? Yeah, we did. The crack epidemic. Yeah. And then you're talking like this. AK-47s we're talking about. Yeah. More There's less died. AK-47s on the street than cocaine. More people died Guaranteed. from AK-47s I don't think for so. sure. I think so. I don't so think because so. anyone that died as a result of coke trade died from an AK-47. Not probably. necessarily. Yeah. They could have had a M1. Yeah, kinds of stuff. Yeah. So yeah. here's the part that I didn't fully get i don't know to who he made this offer or what but so part of it was he had to he had to say that yes it's cocaine and he had to agree 
that he was willing to hand over his company. So it gets really confusing. And that's why framing uh, John DeLorean is good to watch because man, it lays it out and gives you visuals. Um, so they couldn't get him with what they had. So they had to tell, they, they merged two cases together. One that the, like the CIA was working on or something, had a guy that was smuggled, why, plane smuggling coke. I have a question though. Why exactly were they just trying to get him? Like what was the... That dude started it to make a well, deal. It I was the that. Reagan drug on war administration and they right. needed something like that for big publicity, for mm. big propaganda, for oh, anti-drug. I guess John DeLorean would be John DeLorean's like okay. the fucking king of the I get world. You. I was just time. wondering why the fuck they were like really yeah, trying to right. frame him. Yeah. Well, they're really trying to frame him because they're like, they're, they're the DEA. Actually, that's they, not framing the him. He went for it. Yeah, the they DEA just dangled the fish in front of him. Yeah. So they, I mean, it's like if you put the prostitute out there and got the guy to pull over kind of thing. You yeah. Know what I mean, but if you're yeah, just and, a normal dude, you ain't going to buy a prostitute. Probably not. Yeah. But the locks keep an honest man honest. There might be some dude that yeah. had a fucking bad day yeah. and he's pissed off at his fucking wife or some shit. Yeah. Like who knows what's going to happen. But what happens is he doesn't actually have any money. He doesn't have $1.8 million. Yeah. He doesn't have it. So they're like, well, what could he, then they're like, he can't scrounge up 20 grand right now. Like if you yeah. fucking wanted to. So, but what he does have is his company's worth. Mm. So they proposed to him. Then they sent him to a shady banker and the shady banker says, Hey, could you give collateral like stock options to this guy who flies the plane so they're going to entrap this other guy that they're trying to get using John DeLorean's shares to represent to our 1.8 million dollars mm. and he says I couldn't do that with my public company but what I could do is I could do that with my private company GDP the one that he and he used yeah. with Lotus to to move all that money around yeah the funny thing is it's a shell company there is no fucking money in that company it's not worth anything so he hustles the fucking hustlers right. and gives them right. fucking stock papers worth shit th that are yeah. 1.8 million dollars worth of fucking stocks in a shell company that's worth nothing yeah so technically he doesn't pay him any fucking thing yeah and they're gonna front the fucking cocaine to sell the cocaine to get the money back in his mind which there really is no cocaine to be sold yeah. because and there's no it's money. DEA, and there's, so there's no, no money and money. no cocaine. Yeah. It's a no, good nobody, nobody, no crime, Dave. It's a good thing that it was the FBI because if he was trying to pull that kind of shit on the fucking Escobar cartel, he wouldn't have been <laughs> alive by 1984. Right. Like that, like that's what the fuck are you doing, dude? Like, well, well, also, if he had used the original investment money of $17 million, he'd get his ass out of trouble probably because he would have actually had $17 million. Right. And yeah. If he hadn't been shady and smuggled that shit and split it with Lotus. Like he may have had some of that money, maybe. Right. Maybe he did have He probably million, bought a lot of coke. But he coke couldn't with it. show that he had it. I mean, it's the 80s. Yeah. You're saying he didn't do coke? He snorted it all. He didn't sell it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So on August 16th, 1984, he's found not guilty. Um, it took him less than the entire trial took less than 30 hours to be like, nope, he didn't do it. I think he's no. more John McAfee than anything. We didn't make that. Yeah. Parallel. Yeah. John yeah. McAfee is a good example. Yeah. Cause at the end of the day, there was no cocaine. There was no money to buy coke. Like you were yeah. like, you know, it's so like we just said, right. No money, no cocaine. They presented it to him. You know, they brought it to him. He wasn't out there doing shady shit. They came up to him and said, Hey, do you want to do some shady shit? <laughs> I, I, I know you're in fucking trouble. Did shit. Like if like, I mean, again, just swap the crime. Like I get yeah. you, I get you. But hey, Brent, I know you don't kill people, but yeah, exactly. you want to kill people. You want to help me bury yeah. my life? It's like, yeah, folks, right. let's do it. Like I didn't want to, but I needed a hundred bucks. Brad off, yeah, but hundred bucks. Here's the deal: if your fam, I don't steal bread at the store, but if my fucking family's starving, I'm gonna go steal some fucking bread. Yeah, and it's still breaking the law, but I'm gonna do it. You know, breaking what I mean, your, your morals change when your back's against the wall and your position trying to, you know, his legacy's at stake. His fucking entire dream is there. It, it doesn't matter. Make and he's that, that was what I was saying psychologically earlier was the the 
risk taking. Yeah. He's gone through that fucking thing where he's yeah. built his brain up where risk taking equals success. And so I, I'm, it's a flaw. And in the end, it does yeah. if you're risk taking on the right and things. Not guilty for the record. Yeah. But again, you know, so, yeah. to make the, to, I think to make the metaphor more accurate, it's not just he's hungry and he went to the store to steal a loaf of bread. He was hungry and he was in the store and a security guard who was dressed in plain clothes walked up and said, Hey, I see you're looking at that bread. You know what I do to steal bread? This and this and this and this works every right. time. You should totally fucking do that right now. No one's even looking. I'll take that. That's, and that's then, a good analogy. Yeah. Goes, and then he did it and he's still fucking guilty. Right. And you're yeah. still guilty of stealing the bread. Like regardless <laughs> get of who told you or like, I don't know. I just, I, I'm going to start doing that to people. <laughs> I'm going to walk up to him and be like, Hey, you know what? You know what I do? Just take that shit and just put it in your pants. And see what happens. Yeah, it's more like he, the security guard, said, "You give me enough money for one loaf of bread, and next week I'm gonna leave ten loaves of bread on your doorstep, and you don't even have to come in the store." I'm gonna to start offering money to kill people. Yeah, you know, like, hey, how much money you got? Yeah, I'll kill. But again, if it was illegal for you to do that bread transaction, you still broke the fucking law willingly, yeah. and you shouldn't. I know. The- is it? Is never it, say they didn't break I, the law. I'm just saying it was shady about how they did it, and I would have done it too. Well, yeah, they always yeah. do it shady. If, if it's like their prostitutes always look better than the real prostitutes, mm-hmm. that's how, you know, you know, you don't get the They're good looking pretty, prostitutes. Yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute. What are you yeah, doing? What's going on anything? here? Um, no, I was going to say like, is it illegal for me to offer to kill somebody and just don't do it? Probably like, conspiracy, conspiracy to commit murder. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not if there's no murder. That's what they got them. Conspiracy to traffic drugs. Yeah, but like, there wasn't conspiracy any to finance. Yeah. Yeah. So no, when there's no murder. They could get you on plotting it. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So the company goes belly up. Um, did you guys see who bought it? Um, I saw who bought his land. I didn't see who bought the company. Big Lots. Oh, Big Lots bought it? Big Lots bought DeLorean. I know you can still buy a DeLorean from like new old stock or something yeah, from the parts sell. that were left in the factory. Yeah, yeah. That, and if those of you who live in places that don't have a Big Lots, I don't even know what to explain it. Don't go there. It's like Kmart. No, 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 it's not like Kmart. It's like a dollar store. It's not even, it's different. It's, it's, it's a dollar store with better stuff. It's a bunch of shit that you, it's, they only have one time. Like don't plan on it being there when you went back, but you might catch a deal on like patio. It's not a deal though. Or it's a not keyboard a deal. for your computer. Here, so and here's the thing. It's called big lots for a reason because this company would buy big lots like right. something yeah. went under and there's a big lot of 20,000 rattan dressers so they bought them right. and yeah. ship them to all their stores and they, and they're horrible you know, they're- like i we bought a dresser for my son's room or my daughter's one of them and it, this was a while back it was a bitch to put together right. like ikea furniture it's usually decently cheap right and it's easy to put together and it lasts okay like it's not hardwood furniture but it lasts okay this shit was the worst thing i'd ever put together in my life and it didn't fucking last. Sometimes it there's random shit that's disin- real though in there. No, it's there's it's name all, brand shit. It just happened to be in some. Weird the other auction. trick that they do, the other find something good at Big Lots, but it's hard to do. Right. Well, and the other trick that they do is you you walk in there thinking it's a bargain store, right? And so like, oh, that's ten bucks. That's a bargain. No, it's not. It's eight dollars over here at this right. other spot. Right. Like they they literally are more expensive in that store than other places. Like it's it's a fucking racket. Yeah, it's a racket. Same as John Delorean. That's why they that's bought why it. They bought it. Oh. So. They even had a hundred partially constructed cars from the and all the parts. So they shipped all like every single part from the factory, every single incomplete car from the factory. They shipped it to Ohio and they put them together and sold them. And then they had 
an entire factory's worth, who knows, like another year's worth of cars could get made by the parts that were there. So now they just got all these parts. So they ended up selling that big lot to um, the current DeLorean Motor Company that bought the name and bought the parts. And they still exist. You can go to the website and so forth. And they they stayed alive by because they were the only people that had parts for DeLoreans. So now they will buy and customize DeLoreans. They make new DeLoreans um, that are better. They make uh, they make new DeLoreans that are identical because they have an, all they have to do is remill the body and they've got all the original parts to put the shit together. So the DeLorean yeah, used to be able to buy out of Mexico. You could get like brand new, like 1970s Volkswagen Beetles, yeah. um, but brand new, like the part was just fucking made in 2018 right. or whatever right. at the time. And the DeLorean motor company does that too. They make brand new DeLoreans that are exactly like the old DeLoreans, but they also make new models that are different and who, I don't know, they sell watches. And that was a thing that DeLorean himself did. He started to try to get into selling watches. He built a big online watch store late in his life. Um, He made DeLorean motor DMC watches trying to fund the DM DM two or something. DMC two. Yeah. Yeah. The second, it looked cool. I saw concept drawings for it. It was actually pretty cool. Like that dude never gave up the fucking hustle, dude. He was trying. Yeah. The car looked really cool. Um, but yeah, so, so later in life, that's what he did. Um, he ended up, uh, writing a letter to the producer to back to the future, uh, thanking him for immortalizing the car. Once back to the future, it blew up. Um, he had to sell his own private estate in New Jersey, which was 434 acres. And he sold it to Donald Trump who built a golf course there. Um, (laughs) and then he didn't die until 2005 at the age of 80. Um, he died from a stroke and, uh, he was buried in Troy, Michigan and his tombstone is the DeLorean with the doors open. So that's kind of, that's pretty sick. So yeah. So I watched that that documentary and they had a son on there who was his adopted son and the poor dude lives in like a fucking shitty apartment like you know he said shit. yeah he said you know every time I see he says bittersweet sees DeLorean he doesn't know how he feels about it it's like yeah my dad made that car I see and my he doesn't dad even have one yeah it's like he doesn't want one either this dude's like fuck the world kind of thing yeah. but it's really funny because in the in the last uh, portion of the narration on the documentary when they end it he says you know he's like I'd be okay if you guys just ended this thing with um, my dad sitting at the table eating breakfast um, and he's working he's got some schematics and like sales presentation sheets laid out for the new DeLorean that he's trying to design because he never gave up Yeah, and they're like doing it with Alec Baldwin as he's saying it Oh yeah, and then yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. and I don't know uh, then some text comes on the screen that says you know he's fucking 80 years old and he never realized his dream and he died in Detroit Michigan and then it fades to black and comes up and it says he's fuck he was fucking 80 years old <laughs> he died at, <laughs> he died in never Detroit realized his and his dream. dreams were never yeah. realized I was like that is so so cool they made the creative yeah. decision yeah. to use the quote from his son like and they did it exactly as he described it that's funny it was really that, that movie's good it, i enjoyed it pretty interesting yeah it was good if you got time to watch it check it out so that is that's john delorean interesting interesting dude yeah i enjoyed it like I, I i looked up a couple little youtube videos and stuff too like i i, I wish i had more time to look at it because i'll quit it now i'm not looking yeah, back right like once we're done with the topic i'm done but sometimes i'm like tempted like man that's i would there was a not too long ago maybe a year or two ago there was a delorean here for sale it was parked on the side of the road there have been a few in town there was a yeah. guy who would drive around man I, I just, they're they're fucking i would like to have one like that'd be a cool if you if you had expendable money yeah 
You know, like they'd be cool. A lot to of have parts one. are expensive, though. I don't think so. I, you know, probably stuff you can get made. You know what you I mean? Know? Like, because like a Volkswagen's motor. even like that. Like you think, oh, there's so many Volkswagens. The fucking like headlight switch on my bus goes out, or it's the hazard it's switch from goes Germany. out. Germany, and like, it's like yeah. you can't get the one with yeah. the seven fucking connections. Yeah. You can only get it's because they're weird and, and it's from Germany. Now your yeah, lights yeah. don't work this way. Yeah, it's a bunch of bullshit. I'll, always trying to get parts. Yeah. All right. So, uh, social media winner episode four seventy two for Killdozer is finally this guy deserves to win. Um, it's Chris Jackson. Um, it's the underscore pragmatic underscore redneck. Um, he's going to win a t shirt um, for sharing and interacting on Instagram. That motherfucker is on. He's like he's like the uh, new uh, Jake Blair. That motherfucker's on the post and he's commenting and he's hashtagging. He's always got funny ash has, hashtags from the show, like whatever our funny thing was. Oh, um, he's he's always got it on there. That dude's fucking on social media, just fucking waiting for it to happen. Uh, so congratulations to him. Uh, Frankie Pigeon's gonna hit you up. We're gonna send you out a T-shirt. And um, also we're brought to, uh, brought to you by our, not brought to you, we're part of the Podbelly Network. Um, go to podbelly.com and check out cool podcasts like Just the Worst Podcast. Apparently they are recording episodes again, so I think they recorded this evening, so they should have a new one out nice. um, this week. So go check out Patty and uh, Valentina over at Just the Worst Podcast and also My Age Podcast with Joel over in uh, Fake Australia. He interviews mm-hmm. uh, musicians and people from bands and sometimes Dave's mm-hmm. um, and uh, and Sam's and other people. So go check them out at podbelly.com. What's that? Sometimes Patties. And sometimes Patties, actually. Yeah, I actually listen to that episode. It's a good podcast. If you're into music, check it out. I'm not I'm not music nerdy enough to understand a lot of it. So I'm like, ah, I have no idea who that is. I don't know if I get it. But if you're a hardcore music, uh, music fan, go check them out at podbelly.com. Also, thank you to... El Yucateco Hot Sauce, that is our primary sponsor. You can go to most major grocery stores and get it. Um, if you find it in the wild, not that anyone's going in the wild, you could fake the wild, like set up a little restaurant table in the mm. corner of your house and pretend yeah. Yeah. that you're having some Mexican food yeah. and stage the bottles. You know? Perfect. Yeah. Make, make into an empty Mexican restaurant and take all their hot sauce too. You could, you could do that. Wow. They're, probably, they're probably not even See, there. Dave's evil. Oh, yeah. See? Still breaking it's the law, out. Dave. Yeah. <laughs> you could pay someone to break into the restaurant. Yeah, I'm not going to go to court. Then it's not breaking law. do it. Oh, okay. Oh, right. wow. That's fair. <laughs> That's the- like a real man. Yeah. That's all right. Yes, I punched the old lady and I'd do it a fucking again. I'll just say 12 people agreed with me. It was unanimous. Yeah. He was not guilty. So um, check out elucateco.com if you want to go to the gear store. They've got t shirts and hot sauce holsters and keychains and stickers and all kinds of cool stuff over there. Um, also, uh, elucateco has a, a channel on YouTube and they have like, mm-hmm. you know, how to, how to make stuffed jalapenos or how to oh. make ribs, all kinds of cool oh. shit. They've got little cooking videos and uh, it's very well done. Um, so go check it out if you want to learn how to cook some stuff from Elgateco. They even do drinks and, and mixers and stuff on there. Um, check them out. Thank you to Print Dirt Cheap. You can go to printdirtcheap.com and use code SofaKingPodcast to save some money uh, on printed goods like stickers and whatnot. Um, go check out their website and use our code to let them know um, that we sent you there. Um, also, thank you to Jimmy D's Tees. Uncle Brad over here is wearing the uh, Beetlejuice shirt today. Looking pretty handsome. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a good contrast. It makes you more handsome when I have to oh, look down yeah. at that. It's like having an ugly friend. I'm, I'm like, oof. And then I look up, I'm like, oh, yeah. that's much better. Yeah, Jesus uh, Christ. Yeah. Good technique. So, um, Tell the one girl has like three ugly girls around her. Yeah. If you're, times. if you're ugly and you need some help, get the Beatles your shirt yeah. at jimmydstees.com and it'll make you look more handsome when they that's look right. up from that image. Right. 
Um, and you can use uh, code Sofa King to save some money over there as well. And go over to Jimmy's social media. If you're not following Jimmy D's T's on Instagram, he's trying to boost that up. I think he's mm-hmm. at like 762 followers or something. Mm-hmm. So I'll know if you did it. Go over there and, and follow and like, and we'll give it give away a T-shirt um, to someone he picks that recently followed him or liked or commented. One of his T-shirts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we give one of our T-shirts. And one of his I'll, T-shirts. That's fine. I'll pay for one of his T-shirts to give to you um, because Brad threw it in there. It's totally fine. We here's, just want to try to help support our sponsors. Most people are listening on their phone. So right. like we just told you that he needs more likes on Instagram. So right now, just stop. Take out your phone. Do it. I'm just I'm giving him the time. We're live time talking him through it. So you've got your phone out. Yeah. Find I'm it. Go to Jimmy D's and see. Up. What Jimmy do they want to enter in the search bar? Oh, he's got more followers now. He's got uh, 3,114 oh, followers. Actually. So what yeah. they're already, they already have Instagram in their hands. What are they entering in the search bar? It's Jimmy D S T S T E E S. So J I M M Y D S T E E S. Jimmy D's T's on Instagram. And then you hit so go over there and follow. You're the little uh, the hit a uh, little search. Yeah, yeah in, in search. They know how to search on Instagram. Then just go over there and hit follow. So it's, it's still sitting there, though. I don't think anyone's doing this live right now. No, I'm refreshing the people watching live. I'm refreshing. Maybe they're the probably already following it throughout the week. So now they've been yeah. we've given them time. In the episode, and if you still didn't do it, what's wrong with you? We just gave you time. Right. We just talked you through it. There you go. I, That's I don't even understand. He's got buttons now too. Actually, he's got a bunch of little cool buttons. Yeah, yeah those are cool. So go check them out, and that's uh, everything I got. I think. Yeah, much. And I want to so, thank. Uh, uh, I want to thank Diana Anzarina for sending me a delicious vegan chocolate cake. Oh, you got contaminated, bro. You got the Corona cake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the COVID mm-hmm. chocolate. Mm-hmm. Kind of co- it's COVID chocolate. Mm-hmm. You want to even come hang out with us? You're eating COVID cakes? Yep. Man. Germs were dead. Diana. You have three days to get here. <laughs> True. No, that might be the life expectancy of it. Yeah. What if you just walk here really slow? It takes you three days to get here. <laughs> give you those shirts that are waiting for you. Yeah. <laughs> come taste this whiskey. <laughs> anyway, uh, we have a Scope member of the month. Uh, it is Chris Strain. That motherfucker. Chris Strain is the beautiful troll colored beard. I don't know if it, I don't know if it's still troll colored. I don't know. I don't think it is or right if now. it's just picture. <laughs> it's yeah. generally a different color though. It's not yeah. standard. So, it's not Yeah, he's not a standard man. Yeah. So what I have here is a list of uh some items uh he sent it to me that he ordered off of Amazon. Mm, okay. Um and it's not your standard, you know, cookie cutter Amazon order. I wouldn't you know? I wouldn't so, expect it. Yeah, he's not a standard man. Right. So um number one, the one thing he bought uh which I thought was extravagant was a $36,000 prefabricated home in a shipping container. I didn't even know that was on Amazon. Mm, um, could, he, could, he could have saved a ton of money on Alibaba. You can get the plans for like 400 bucks. Yeah, well, this is already done. It's prefabricated. Oh, that's kind of nice. Slap it together. I think they have an Alibaba for um, six grand. Oh, really? If you want it made. Wow, yeah. that's pretty They'll Ship pretty, it to you in the container, and the motherfucker folds out into a house. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, uh, 1,500 live ladybugs that he paid $3.05 for. I'm trying to figure out his plan here. I don't, I don't know. I mean, this isn't all at the same time. This is just some things. Live ladybugs are helpful. Yeah. Are they? Yeah, for garden. That's a lot of ladybugs. 1,500? That's eat, a big garden. They, they eat aphids. No, you just... Well, no, you bought a, the thing is, you have to saturate your yard with 1,500 because it's not like they're all going to live in your yard. They're all going to fucking yeah, grow the fuck true. onto like ladybugs. So you just have true. to get them with a dose so you're going to get a higher concentration in hmm. your yard. Do the same thing with... Do ladybugs have a hive? Fences. 
I don't think like so. Ladybug just, hive? No, like we used to go camping and we, like during that migration season, whatever the fuck yeah. ladybugs are mating or whatever's happening, whole trees would be fucking covered. Oh, wow. It was crazy, yeah. dude. You couldn't even- A lot of ladybugs right now. Yeah, it was wild. Uh, he bought a uh, some uranium ore, paid uh, about 40 bucks for it. Mm. Wow, that's, um, che- that's cheap for uranium ore. Yeah. So it's pretty low on the radioactive meter. You must know Ivan. Um, Ivan's your guy if you need uranium ore. Oh, I, got, I, I figured <laughs> out what his game is. What is he making? He's trying to become Ladybug Man. He has, oh, maybe. He has his secret layer. Maybe. Yeah. But, He's got uh, but. the uranium. He's got the ladybugs. All right. Explain this next one then. Dave. Next one is a home mushroom farm. Oh, maybe he has to eat it. Because he becomes Ladybug Man, now he need, that's their natural it's food. Easy. And, and, then, Indians. and then to top it off, he ordered a cat butt tissue holder. Cat butt tissue holder. Yeah. Oh, it looks like you're pulling the tissues out of the cat yeah. butt? Yeah. Eh, just because yes. it's funny as fuck. That's yeah. why. Ladybug Man still has a sense of humor. All right. And then and then for for his tiny home, he bought a wall decor uh of senior citizens in a golf cart. <laughs> so and we'll stop there. I like it. I like it. But um yeah, that's his style. Like I said, he's not a standard man. His his orders on Amazon aren't standard standard either. No. So he's not a standard man, he's ladybug man. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I like so, it. I like nickname. how you roll, Chris. I like it. Yeah. I'm lady in a golf man. cart. <laughs> What's his superpower, man. Dave? <laughs> he just scares the shit out of you, and you're like, oh, wait, it's just a ladybug. No, you, when you hold them in your hand, he pisses on you. <laughs> do they pee on you? Yeah. That's always what ladybugs do, though. Is like they land on you, like, oh, fuck. Oh, it's just a ladybug. Yeah. Like, those are nice. It's a bee, kill it. Oh, it was a ladybug. That's the Watch only bug that you're like, okay, it's My on son's going to be a serial killer. He kills ladybugs. Does he? Yeah. Don't let him do it. Those are beautiful. I know. Yeah. So uh, if you're on Reddit, go to r forward slash Sofa King podcast. As Dave said earlier in this episode, uh, we're starting to give away gold. Dave's on there giving away gold. He's like a big orange, black, leprechaun, half black and white leprechaun giving away gold on Reddit. Yeah. If you get a, if you get a um, award from um, the user Sofa King official, that's us. Yep. yep. So get on there and, and uh, post and comment and follow and get in the group. We need a leprechaun Dave Hilgenfeld. Leprechaun Dave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, if you're on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, we are at Sofa King Podcast. Uh, go on there and uh, like and follow and share. Uh, Brent's sending out prizes every week for Fuck people yeah, just yeah. sharing. Stacks of them. Just sharing, just sharing a post. You could win uh, free shit. So if you're interested, if you're, if you're not a uh, patron, uh, you can share posts. And, and sharing posts actually helps a ton. Um, you know, advertisement is very expensive uh, to get the podcast out there, and you sharing helps. It's probably uh, more effective that you're sharing too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because you're showing your um, friends something that you like; they yeah. probably like it too. Because and they, they might problem. unfollow you yeah. uh, because it's annoying or whatever. But you know, oh well, they're not really a friend. You don't need True. them. So um, yeah, so do that. Uh, go follow Egg uh, Hot Sauce. Go follow Jimmy D's Teas. Uh, follow Podbelly. Um, you know, whoever, whatever interests you. Uh, check out Hilgenfeld, old Jay Hilgenfeld over there in Texas. I think he's got the Rona. He might. Uh, he's dying right now, so you might want to get a print from him before he dies. It's going to be worth more money. It's going to be worth a lot of money, yeah. so uh, do that. And uh, that's pretty much it, I think. Is there anything else? Go to patreon.com black slash podcast for as little as a dollar. You get the bonus episodes. What did we talk about last week? What was the last week one? Uh, Robert Johnson. Robert Johnson. Old sold Dick, his soul to the devil. Old Dick Johnson. Yep. So uh, interesting. Uh, I never heard of him. Um, Apparently, some people have, but, you know, that's what this is all about. Go to the Spotify playlist, Suffolk King Podcast 2020 playlist, and um, you can follow that for all the new in-songs. Even the ones on the bonus episode that you didn't get to hear, they're on the playlist. There you go. So, don't be retarded.
back, baby. <laughs> I know what time it is. Break bread posse. Below system records, nigga. HBs. Trez. Yeah, look. They knowin' what's up, niggas know where I come from yeah. Let it ring, let it sing, here we come, come In a slum like a bum, having fun with my ones Get a gun if you ain't down to run Party with druggies and uglies that love me After the show, they buy everything from me I don't give a fuck, I find everything funny Killing these niggas, leave everything bloody I'm going to the south just to get me some money Pull up before my niggas, it's muddy We faded as fuck in the truck, looking gully Straight to the back of the club with a honey She riding the dock quick to tell me I'm lucky She down and go riding around in the bucket You know how I slide and I skate, nigga, fuck it It's only a handful of people I fuck with I move like a ghost in the night And these fools do the most in the life The grossest of locusts is hosting tonight Don't worry, it's gonna be alright They swarm in the show and they quote what I write Inspired by all of my life Been doing this all of my life I influence through music with all of my might I move like a ghost in the night And these fools do the most in the life Grossest of locusts is hosting tonight. Don't worry, it's gonna be alright. They swarm in the show and they quote what I write. Inspired by all of my life. Been doing this all of my life. I influence through music with all of my might. They want me to go be a slave. They want me to dig my own grave. But fuck that, I'm trying to get paid. I'm so independent, I do my own thing. Sometimes I get lost and I go through a phase. Smoking and drinking, I poison my brain. I feel like I'm tripping, I'm going insane. Some people don't like me, they want me to change. I go through the motions and stay in my lane. Pull up on niggas for taking my way. If you crying about it, I'm facing my pain. Holler my name and don't say it in vain. You gon' get ran over if you in the way. We really get active, my niggas don't play. Pull up and hop out the Honda like, hey, a typical night in LA. I'm moving the night. Out of sight like a bat Squeeze through the cracks For the cheese like a rat Weaving through traffic With weed in the back Where we at nigga We in the back G's in the back And it's G's in the lack Underground where the demons be at The weak and deceitful Will sleep in the trap Hell is believed Where they keeping them at The connection between me And you is detached Deflecting they weapons Defend and react Relax and I post where we at I don't trip Cause I know where he at If they get us Then we gonna be back If them niggas is killers Then we gonna be strapped I ain't say I was gangster But we on the map, and we really win it, it ain't only rap, I move Nigga. like a ghost in the night, and these fools do the most in the life, the grossest the locusts is hosting tonight, don't worry, it's gonna be alright, they swarm in the show and they quote what I write, inspired by all of my life, been doing this all of my life, I influence through music with all of my might, I move like a ghost in the night, and these fools do the most in the life. Grossest the locusts is hosting tonight. Don't worry, it's gonna be alright. They swarm in the show and they quote what I write. Inspired by all of my life. Been doing this all of my life. I influence through music with all of my might. I move like a ghost in the night. And these fools do the most in the life. The grossest the locusts is hosting tonight. Don't worry, it's gonna be alright. They swarm in the show and they quote what I write. Inspired by all of my life. Been doing this all of my life. I influence through music with all of my might. I move like a ghost in the night, and these fools do the most in the life. The grossest of locusts is hosting tonight. Don't worry, it's gonna be alright. They swarm in the show and they quote what I write. Inspired by all of my life, been doing this all of my life. I influence through music with all of my might.